0: Warning, although brief, this podcast does mention instances of abuse and underage drinking. These moments toward the beginning of this episode are important to the student's story. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Life before my stepfather arrived, it was pretty calm. Like, I could be an average child at a young age and, like, do normal child things.
0: In New Orleans, Louisiana, Byrian's life was simple. She often enjoyed spending time with her biological father and her siblings. But that all changed when her stepfather entered her life. Byrian's stepfather arrived when she was only three years old. At first, everything seemed normal as he would take care of Byrian and her siblings. But as his comfort levels grew, he began to drink more and more around the family. Dangerous patterns continued to reveal themselves within that apartment as her stepfather's comfort levels around the family grew.
1: When my mom would go off to work or to leave the house, that's when he, like things would get weird and like the R would change in the household.
0: This is when Byrian's stepfather became mean and his drinking got heavier. Often, he would ask Byrian and her siblings, who were all minors at the time, to have alcoholic drinks with him while their mother was gone. On one such night, after Byrian was just eight years old, Byrian's stepfather forced her to drink with him. After beginning to feel dizzy, Byrian stumbled into the restroom.
1: I came back into the room, and he was angry. It was like a really dumb reason to be really mad about. And so he's sitting on the edge of the bed and he glances over at his drink he's like well why is half of my drink gone and i was confused
0: the situation turned violent as byrian tried to get away from her stepfather eventually he grabbed the closest bottle of alcohol and used it as a weapon fearing for her life after the altercation byrian rushed to the bathroom at the urging of her stepfather to clean herself up before her mother came home
1: and then I come back to the room and his whole aura changes again. So like, it's like another change in personality and he's being all friendly this time and nice. And he starts apologizing. I guess he felt bad or he didn't want me to like react a certain way.
0: This pattern continued for years. This is We Roar by Langston University. This podcast serves to prove that, regardless of who you are, where you've been, and where you come from, Langston University has a place for you. What you're listening to now is the real life story of a current student. When Byrian was 13 years old, her older sister broke down at school after they both suffered yet another morning of abuse from their stepfather. A teacher happened to find her in the bathroom crying. Child Protective Services got involved and they began communicating to Byrian's mom what was happening at the home while she was away. Byrian and her mother knew they had to escape. As the sun came up three weeks later, Byrian and her family knew this was the day to leave. With bags packed, rental car prepared, and all her hidden extra money retrieved, Byrian's mother meticulously prepared for what everyone expected to be a difficult escape. As Byrian and her siblings begin to load the car, they notice that, abnormally, her stepfather was still asleep well into the midday. With her stepfather snoring in the background, Byrian and her family made their escape to Dallas, Texas.
1: Life was still scary. We still feared, like, maybe he'd, like, pop up at the random to come search for us and, you know, maybe find us, like, in a store or grocery store or something. I mean, it was hard trying to get over the trauma. Like, the trauma's still there. It's, like, really hard to, like, overcome it and get comfortable. When we were with him, I had, like, other fears and, like, fears that he gave me like it was hard having so many fears and it was like overwhelming I was very depressed very sad um very scared like I feared a lot of things I guess it was just when I moved to Texas it was just basically me trying to overcome fear and like the fear of being around him despite not being around him
0: It wasn't until Byrian was a junior in high school that she happened upon her outlet to overcome all of the fear and negativity she was feeling. When everyone else had written her off, one person saw potential in Byrian, and it made all the difference.
1: My coach in high school, he actually saw, he saw like potential in me. So he probably saw me like running somewhere and he probably, like, really, like, I had, like, a nice stride or something. And I had, like, a nice form when I run. So he was like, I'm going to have you join the track team. And I was like, okay, cool. So I joined the track team. And basically, the technique and everything came naturally to me. Everything was, like, pretty easy. And it turns out I was a really good runner.
0: <laughs> Byron lined up for her first race, the 400-meter dash, Not long after joining the team, with the sun in her eyes, the roar of the crowd, and sweat dripping off her brow, she took her spot on the track. Reminded of everything she had been through, Byrian knew this race could not overcome her. Taking all of the doubt and anxiety she was feeling, Byrian bottled it up in her legs and ran. Quickly, Byrian found herself in the back of the pack, but as she looked up and passed the field of competitors ahead of her, she decided to just focus on herself. She focused on the track's feel below her, the pace of her run and the length of her strides. Her legs and arms kept pumping, and, without even realizing it, she took the lead.
1: Yeah, I can do this. <laughs> um... First place, first place overall at that, like not even in the heat, just like overall 400. And it felt really good. It just like encouraged me to keep, you know, pushing and keep going.
0: That day, Byrian found not just an activity that she loves, but an outlet for her feelings and emotions.
1: Track on a mental level. Track is basically where I feel like, I feel like myself on the track. When I'm on the track, I'm usually like empty-minded. All I'm like focusing on is like just a run and just put everything aside. But like right before, like right when I start, like I said, I just put everything into my legs. Take all like nervousness, anxiety, negativity, and just kind of like put it into my legs. And that's what made me. Push, to run faster and to push towards the finish
0: line." In just two years of running, Byrien had not only begun breaking school records and district records, she also caught the eye of Langston University track and field coaching legend James Hilliard. While on the recruiting trail, Coach Hilliard approached Byrien about coming to Langston University to continue her track career. Although college was never out of the question for Byrian, she did have some hesitation.
1: I felt like I could go to college, but at the same time, I didn't want to, like, leave my family. The family that I grew up with, which is, like, my siblings and my mom. Um, Because I know that going off to college, I'm becoming my own person and being away from them. Um, I mean, college wasn't too much of a... Like, too much of an idea in my head until I, like, reached my senior year year in high school. It was just more so me not wanting to go to college and to do anything. um, Because I didn't really, like, think anything through. I just really wanted to be around my family, mostly. And to make sure that they were protected and, you know, in the right space.
0: But because of recommendations from her high school coach, she decided to take Coach Hilliard up on his offer and took the opportunity to come to Langston University. Not only is Byron here to compete, but to study psychology with the goal of becoming a counselor.
1: At a young age, um, it was hard for me to even like approach a counselor without, you know, being nervous or like wanting to talk about my situation or the situation that i was in um i just felt very uncomfortable and as a counselor when i become a counselor i want to i'd want to be the things that i didn't have as a kid i want to be that person i want to be like i wouldn't say the opposite of what i was as a kid because Um, even with, like, having such a terrible life as a kid, I still feel like, you know, it kind of made me into the person I am right now. So, um, you know, skimming over the things that I could have had as a kid, I'd want to, like, include that into my life currently.
0: Langston University has continued to give students, just like Byrian, the opportunity to succeed throughout our 126-year history. Regardless of the circumstances you may have faced, you can find your home at dear Langston, all at your own pace. Moving at your own speed is something Byrian continues to hold dear, as this 18-year-old freshman learns to traverse life at Langston University.
1: I would say um, going to any college as a whole, you should be able to move at your own pace and what you're most comfortable with. So like maybe stepping outside of your comfort zone and doing things that may not seem comfortable but is the the right way to go. Like what I did with Langston, I wasn't comfortable with going off on my own at first until i started like you know doing things out here on my own and getting a feel of how life is transitioning into an actual adult so i would say you know move at your own pace and know what you want as well as your own person you should find a sense of comfortableness while also stepping outside of your comfort zone so Be comfortable with being uncomfortable so that you can get further in life. Just do what makes you feel comfortable while stepping outside of your comfort zone.